In this Bulletin, residents in a northwest Queensland town urged to evacuate as flood levels surpass a 2011 record. Regulators in the United States shut down a bank over insolvency fears. And in tennis, Australia's Jordan Thompson upsets Stefanos Tsitsipas at the Indian Wells Masters. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Dyer. Residents in the northwest Queensland town of Burketown are being warned to evacuate as the worst floods to hit the area are set to peak. The Albert River at Burketown has already surpassed the 2011 record of 6.78 metres, with the Bureau of Meteorology warning water levels are likely to peak tomorrow. Evacuation efforts are still ongoing in the Gulf of Carpentaria community after more than 40 vulnerable people and children were airlifted out yesterday. Further south, heavy rain is expected with one in four chance that Brisbane will receive 60 millimetres of rain over the next day or so. SEQ Water says releases from the Somerset Dam into the Wyvernhoe Dam on the upper Brisbane River are possible. It's released a statement confirming Whopper Dam in the Sunshine Coast region is already overflowing. Whopper Dam is now spilling excess water due to heavy rain. If you're downstream of the dam, stay away from potential hazards such as fast-flowing or deep water near waterways and floodplains. These hazards could threaten the safety of you and your property. A man's been taken to hospital in a critical condition after an hours-long siege in Melbourne's northern suburbs. Police say the man was found unresponsive by officers from the Special Operations Group seven hours after barricading himself inside a house with a gun at Sunbury. A man who identified himself as the owner of the house has told Seven News the man inside had recently been released from prison and was aged in his 30s. Victoria Police has now launched an investigation. South Australian health authorities say they've detected a case of invasive meningococcal disease. The patient is a 28-year-old Adelaide man who's in a critical condition in hospital. SA Health says the man had contact with multiple people and it's directed two people to receive treatment. While rare, the illness can be severe and may result in death or permanent disability. Regulators in the United States have shut down a bank and taken control of its customer deposits in the largest failure of a US bank since 2008. In taking control, banking regulators declared that Silicon Valley Bank faced inadequate liquidity and insolvency. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation says it's taken charge of about $266 billion in deposits held at the bank, which is the 16th largest in the United States. Speaking before news of the regulators' takeover, Carl Kapalinga from Think Markets says Silicon Valley Bank had been a key tech lender. It's quite a large bank, about $200 billion worth of assets in, to put it in perspective, about one-tenth the size of JP Morgan. So nothing to be sneezed at. And the big fear from this, Ricardo, comes not so much for what happens uh, to Silicon Valley Bank itself, but who has exposure to them and then the knock-on effects, who has exposure to them and so on. The New South Wales government has announced plans to offer energy bill relief to households across the state if it wins the March election. Energy Minister Matt Keane says the coalition will provide $250 in bill relief to potentially 3 million households. 
Customer Services Minister Victor Dominello says the money is designed to ease cost of living pressures. We know that cost of living is hitting families and hard. And a big chunk of cost of living is energy costs, uh, electricity costs. So if you use the energy saver through Service New South Wales under a coalition re-elected government, you will get $250 straight away. And in tennis, Australian Jordan Thompson has claimed his second win over a top 10 player, defeating Greek star Stefanos Tsitsipas at the Indian Wells Masters in the US. Thompson recorded a 7-6-4-6-7-6 victory in the second round to advance to the round of 32. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News. Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity, and employee satisfaction. Make your organisation a place where people want to be. For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au.